Welcome to the Be Healed Podcast, everybody. This podcast is all about releasing the reality that God Almighty is a good Father, and He desires to heal us, to restore us, and to protect us from sickness and disease. I'm Steve Hannett, your host, and I'm so thankful that God shows no partiality among people. It means what He desires to do for one person concerning His blessings of the cross, He desires to do for all people. And he is filled with grace, he's filled with love, and he's filled with his longing and passion to answer your prayer for healing today. I want to welcome you if this is your first time joining our listening family. And I encourage you guys, make sure you click the follow button uh, to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Makes it really easy to stay in line with the new episodes and teachings that are coming out for you to be blessed. Remember that this is a journey that you're developing your faith, you're developing your understanding week by week as we release and publish new content. And I want to let you know finally that we have a brand new gift to offer you today. It's my brand new ebook entitled Breakthrough, and it covers seven things to do to break out of a spiritual slump. It's written in a devotional format, and I know it's going to be a blessing because so many people have been through a time of disconnection. Uh, fear with COVID and many other things and time to get back on track, time to get closer to God, time to open up that Bible again and time to begin growing in Christ like never before. All you have to do to receive it is to text HEALING to 94000. Just text HEALING to 94000 and if it's your first time, it'll ask you for a couple of pieces of information and you'll be able to download that free PDF ebook. Okay, God bless you. Come on, grab your Bible, your notebook, or just get ready to listen to this teaching on how to develop miracle-level faith. Faith is one of the most exciting topics of the entire Bible. Jesus said in Mark chapter 9, verse 23, that if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Now, let's grab the blessing of that. These are Jesus' words. He knows everything. He is the Son of God. He is the perfect manifestation of the will of the Father. And he said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Listen, if you need a miracle, if you need a breakthrough, if you are facing something that says, God, I need this to change, God is speaking, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. All things, not some things, not a few things, but all things are possible to him who believes. Jesus also said another phrase about faith when people ask for miracles. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 29, it says, Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. Wow. According to your faith, let it be to you. That means that whatever you're about to believe God for, God is saying, I will match that. I will meet that. I will enable you to receive what you're believing. In Matthew chapter 8, verse 13, it says this. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way, and as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. There it is again. He said, As you have believed, 
so let it be done for you. I want you to remember this phrase straight from Matthew chapter 8, verse 13, as you have believed. This is why if you want to experience the miraculous power of God, the healing power of God, you've got to be able to grow the kind of faith that enables you to achieve or receive what seems to be impossible. So I want you to have hope today that you can overcome. Jesus is teaching us the way to experience the miracles we need, and it is through faith. You know that even to be saved, to be rescued, to be forgiven of our sin requires faith. It says that we are saved not by works, but we're saved by grace through faith. You can see that in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. It is through faith. God is a faith God. Abraham in the Old Testament in Genesis was approved or was accounted to him for righteousness. Why? Because he believed. You can't get out of the reality in the Bible that God loves faith. He loves a trust reaction to his voice. He loves a trust faith reaction to his written voice, which is the word of God. Now, some people may hear this idea of if you have this kind of miracle faith, you can experience miracles and they may get intimidated. But I don't want you to be intimidated. I want you to realize that not only is it possible for you to have it, you're actually called to have it. And it's God's will for you to have it. It's just a matter of figuring out and learning how to cultivate it and then going and cultivating it. It isn't enough to just learn it. You have to develop that kind of faith. Matthew chapter 21, verse 21 teaches that if we have faith and doubt not, then we can even speak to a mountain. It'll be picked up and it will be cast into the sea because we believe with no doubting. Now, I want you to renew that mind. I want you to declare and even say out loud, I can do that. I'm going to do that. Lord, my decision is to believe you with no doubting. You can even begin to pray right now. Lord, help me to listen and hear your word about how to develop miracle faith. Lord, Teach me and cultivate it in my life. I want to see the miracle. I want the breakthrough. I want to please you, God. Yeah, see, it says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, that without faith, it's actually impossible to even please him. So when you're praying that prayer, Lord, help me to believe, it's in his will. He, he wants you to. And I want to tell you that if, if you pray something that is the will of God, He hears you. And if he hears you, you know that you're going to have the answer to your prayer. You can see that in uh, the first letter of John, chapter 5, around verse 14. You're going to see that God is pleased by faith. And so this is wonderful news that God is saying that we can all develop this. 
Now, because this is a very big topic and there are some very critical keys that I want to make sure we're unpacking properly so you have a clear understanding, we're going to break this teaching up into multiple parts. And so this episode, number 41, is going to be part number one of how do you develop miracle level faith. So let's kick off this part one with the question, what is faith. So let's go to the letter of Hebrews chapter 11, verse one for the famous verse to define what faith is. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is a substance. Faith is the substance of an expectation that you're going to see something that you don't currently see. It is an anticipation that is with such confidence that before you see it, you have it. Before you can touch it, taste it, handle it, you have it. Faith is a tremendous confidence. It's the substance of something that you expect to have happen or take place. Another way of describing is that faith is an anticipation that God is going to do what he promised to do. It is pure agreement with God and his word. When there is doubt, there is not a confidence that God is going to do what he said he was going to do. And so we must understand that any kind of faith is going to be carrying a level of expectation of something coming forth. The next question I'd like to address is, where does faith come from? Well, the answer to that is very simple. There's essentially two kinds of faith that people can be operating in. The first one is a natural sense-based faith. It's a faith that comes from our education and from our experience. It's learned through the natural senses. It's learned through the things that we have experienced. The second type of faith that's possible to operate in is a spiritual or supernatural faith that is not received or grown the same way the natural faith is, because it's received by revelation. So again, the natural faith is received by education and experience. The spiritual faith is received by revelatory knowledge of God. It's through God's spirit and through God's word. So these two kinds of different faith have very different sources. To make it even simpler, natural faith comes from the natural world, from the earth. But spiritual faith, that comes from the heavenlies, from the spirit. So people either have a faith that is bound to the earth, or they have a faith that is soaring in the heavens. And if we're going to operate in the level of miracles, We can't have natural, earthbound faith producing 
heavenly, supernatural miracles. And this is why many people say, but I believe. But actually, they believe according to the natural senses. Now, something that is kind of fascinating is many of us learn that we have five senses. Seeing, hearing, tasting, smelling, and touching. But in reality, there are even more senses than that. There's thermoception, which is being able to discern the difference between it being hot or cold on your skin. Or proprioception, which is where you have an awareness of body parts without visual input. You kind of know where your body is. Um, There's equilibrioception, which is a sense of balance and is connected to the uh, fluid in your ear. And then there's other kinds of senses, even more than that, uh, which is tactility, uh, which is a perception of pressure. Um, there's a chemoreception, uh, which is sensation of hunger or thirst or vomiting or suffocation, things like that. So there's a lot of different senses that, that we're operating in, and we haven't even touched uh, things such as intuition and gut feeling that are a little bit more controversial in neuroscience. But the reality is God has made us with a wonderfully multifaceted system to be able to perceive the world that we're living in. And, and these are gifts. These are wonderful things that God has given to us. But we must realize that they are natural. And it is through what is called the sensory system that we can enjoy and experience the wonderful things that God has created in this world. But we must also appreciate that it is through this sensory system that we are learning. And we are learning through experience, which is the most powerful and the deepest level of learning that we know of. Now, this makes it a blessing, but it also presents a certain amount of challenge or danger. Because when we're experiencing things in the natural realm and we are learning from them, They have a very deep and lasting impact upon us. It's how we're making sense of how things operate and how things work. And so we are very rooted in the idea of gravity. We don't know what it is to float around, or at least most of us don't know what that is because we've not been in an anti-gravity situation in space, for example. And so our reality is framed by our understanding of gravity. And many things we're not even conscious of, but yet we frame our thinking around. And this means that in the area of sickness and disease, a lot of people, if they encounter something, a disease that has a name, that name may be well known, or that name may have been uh, experienced by uh, family members or something. For example, if people get something called cancer, they immediately have thoughts, feelings, and experiences frequently associated with that name. If they hear uh, some other name of a disease, it may conjure up something that says, well, that's a death sentence, or that means that uh, X, Y, and Z is going to happen. And there's a faith in the ability of the cancer, of the disease, of the problem based on learned education or experience. 
Now, when you're going to experience a miracle, what we're often dealing with is the sensory faith or the sensory-based faith that we have built up over a lifetime. And that sensory faith, that expectation of what we believe is going to happen based on learned experience and natural facts begins to have a tension with things that Jesus says, things that the Bible says. And so a lot of people, when they're believing or trying to believe God for miracles, realize they're bumping up against a mind, a mindset, and a belief system rooted in natural faith, which has been built up over a long period of time. It's been highly cultivated through our natural senses. So be encouraged that if you've ever had difficulty believing God for a miracle, you're beginning to realize that we all have on some level struggled with this natural faith. But I've got good news for you that's based in the gospel, and that's that there is a spiritual faith that we can operate in that will override, supersede, overcome, and prevail over natural faith. And it's the faith that literally comes from heavenly realms. In fact, it comes from the King of Heaven. It's the faith of Jesus. And His faith isn't rooted in natural experience, but His faith is rooted in the realities of heavenly, timeless, eternal truth of literally who He is. And He is from everlasting to everlasting. His reality has existed before the foundations of the earth, before there was ever even learned experience of a human being, God existed. He is from everlasting, always was, and is to everlasting, always will be. And this faith is stronger than natural faith. It is rooted in what I would call even a deeper reality than the earth because it's bigger and more timeless than what we experience in the natural earth. So Hebrews chapter 12, it says this beginning in verse 1. It says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Now here's verse 2. Looking Unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Wow. It says, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Wow. The Bible is telling us that our faith in the spirit, our spiritual, non-natural faith, is created or rather comes or is authored by Jesus. It says we are to look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. He is the beginning. He is the end of our faith. So it has a completely different beginning, 
or source from natural faith. And I want to tell you, be encouraged, that this supernatural Jesus faith that he authors is well able to overcome every learned thing and experiential knowledge that you have. It is stronger. It is more powerful. And that's why it's going to bring a miraculous change into our life. Now, our natural bodies operate with our natural sensory system. But the spiritual faith operates in the born-again body, also called the new creation. The new creation is the spirit made new, filled with God's spirit, the Holy Spirit, which is made to operate with supernatural faith. It's very, very exciting and simple to understand. The natural body works with natural faith, and the born-again spiritual body, that operates with supernatural spiritual faith. And so our natural senses learn from the natural world and have a faith or expectation in the natural. So we can believe that I have installed brakes, fixed brakes, and when I apply my foot to the natural brake, the natural brake will stop the car. I have faith that the brake will work. It's all natural. It's all sensory. It's all mental. It's all reasonable. But in the spirit, when I understand that God has formed and fashioned all things, that according to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3, that even the worlds were framed by the word of God, that now we're able to believe God to create things and bring things anew. And that the Spirit of God and the power of God can do things that are impossible in the natural. So the spirit man or the born-again man, the spirit woman, the born-again woman actually anticipates and expects and has faith for what's possible in the spirit. Now, we're going to go deeper into this teaching in the next episode, and we're going to discuss the difference between these two bodies, these two types of faith, and actually see the tensions operating in the scripture next week. It's going to be powerful because we're laying a foundation for you to begin to actually cultivate heavenly faith, which is going to bring heavenly miracles into your life. If this topic is valuable to your life or valuable to someone that you love, Make sure you follow and share the link for this episode and go ahead and follow the podcast so you can become part of this faith building journey and really develop the kind of faith that's going to bring miracles into your life. All right, I pray that God bless you. Remember, text the word healing to 94000 and make sure you get my free ebook called Breakthrough. And also, if you want to learn more about the new creation that God has given to us through the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross, you can go to my YouTube channel by typing YouTube forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can access a series of messages there that we've been preaching in our local church 
all about the new creation that will bless you and help you to understand even more what God has done in making our spirits alive again with His life and His power. Well, I pray this has been a blessing to you. We look forward to next week bringing part two of how to develop miracle level faith. God bless you and we love you. Thank you for listening to the Behold podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.